Hello and welcome to Garblag Games. Tonight we have episode four of Road and Ruins, our Pathfinder second edition Hexcrawl extravaganza. And last week was a bit of a doozy. We had a character death. But before we get into all of that, I'm Pete and I'm the Game Master. I'm Ardun. I will be playing Clip Killhaven, an elven gunslinger. Rootin' tootin' shootin'est in the woods. Uh, hi, I'm Roger, and I'm playing Einar Eriksson, the Jotun champion. Hi, uh, my name's Millie. I'm playing the dwarf swashbuckler, uh, Rasilka, the ruddy amazing. Oh, I'm Ben, and I died last week, so I should be playing a new character this week who will be introduced shortly. Good evening all, I am Dan and I'm playing LaRue Renard, the Kitsune Oracle. Excellent. Baby Fox. Excellent. Yes, and as Ben said last week, Crystal Shen unfortunately died. We had the party were heading back from uh, a, a nearby village that they'd discovered and made safe. And before they arrived back at Ember Watch Tower, they were set upon. Oh, no, they weren't set upon. You found the camp of some Bractagar scouts. Yeah, we did the setting. Upon. And you did the setting upon. Uh, and you, the leading your stealthy intrusion was your dwarf frostbuckler, who was like, huzzah, let us fight. And there was uh, a really good combat where it was pretty tense. Uh, we didn't know which way it was going to go. There was genuine threat because I'd massively stacked the encounter against you and uh you you most of you survived unfortunately crystal died fell um everybody else was was okay and you managed to get back well yeah i mean i know ran around chopping people's heads off and then fell over probably more from exhaustion than anything else um so the crossbow bolts sticking out of him yeah, that's true. That is very true. Big ones with black uh, feathers on them. Yeah, proper Boromir stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except this time you didn't put him on a boat and push him down a river. Uh, but he got up magic. afterwards. I mean, I um, think if Boromir had survived his... Yeah, complete... we didn't have a boat. Yeah. Did you get a full Boromir, Rog? Was it three? It was three. That is a full Boromir. So mm. um, you, you could put that in the bank. That's that's an achievement unlock right there. Boromir and survive. Wow. Yeah. I just oh. don't want to go full Sean Bean. No, no, nobody wants that. <laughs> no, please don't do that. Uh, so not every think, episode. You no, know, let's not create a character every episode. Uh, so you went back to Embotch Tower and there you saw that a caravan of wagons and a carriage were arriving at the tower. Now, you are one of the, the well, you're the first expeditionary force out of Emberwatch Tower, but you know more people will be coming and as the towers are renovated and the forces of Pargranin return from the front line of the Civil War, uh, that more people will be coming out. So you're expecting, but this, this feels pretty soon because you've been, what, two days out, uh, one day making safe at the village, two days back. So you've been five days. Um, it's been a nice little jaunt into the Verdant Wilds and you, you, you see these wagons and you, you entered Emberwatch Tower and gave Sir Althus Credwin the news of Crystal's death. And he got Hjallar, the Jotun priest of Ondrum, 
uh, and there you had a, a burial and a little funeral service for Crystal. You also saw that a, a wizard had arrived uh, with, an, with a, a small entourage. There were teams of laborers and soldiers who were joining the ranks of the tower. But the carriage held a wizard called Rachnor, who LaRue recognized uh, from Pargranin. Uh, who had been a, before the Civil War broke out, had been a proponent for staying under an Elosian rule. People think mainly because they were happy for him to do whatever magical experiments he wanted as long as he turned over any interesting weapons or tools that he created to, you know, to the Nalosians. Um, but after the, after the war started, soon after the war started, he joined in properly on the side of Pargranin. So all is forgiven, all is forgotten, honest, and uh, he's known to be a bit of a grumpy old asshole. Um, and he is a slightly old, well, he's quite old looking chap, wasn't he? He was kind of drawn in, he had a, st a staff with a, with a, like a crystal on the top, and he was kind of making his way in. And we return, oh, and Clip was standing on the wall looking meaningfully and heroically out into the distance and as we um uh, return to our heroes you're all uh, the rest of you are in the mead hall and the small celebration uh, of crystal's life rather than um, a morning you know jotuns are very up for celebrating and telling stories and having a laugh you've had a couple of uh, cups of mead it's late afternoon um, as as uh, Einar and Larue, as you look around the room, you see Rasilka taking some money off some guards at a table, playing cards over to one side. People seem to be generally uh, enjoying it, trying to be happy. And some of them have just arrived and they don't know who you're talking about. So they're kind of just having a cup of mead politely. And it's not really, there's not really enough people for this to be a all-nighter. So Hjalar kind of says to you, I will take my leave and and, uh, and return to the tower. I suggest that you report in uh, at some point. It seems that you've been through quite an encounter, and no doubt His Honor Doric would would uh, appreciate any information you have found. And she leaves. Uh, Rasilka, you see the Jotun lady leave. Uh, sort of saying goodbye to Einar and LaRue. Um, Clip, are you coming back down uh, at any point, or are you just standing up there all night watching on a vigil? Oh, I'm just going to watch the moons, maybe chat to the boys up here on the wall, make sure they can shoot for shit. Cool. Okay. Uh, Joseph is actually on watch, the young lad that you spoke to before. Hey, boy. And he's... Uh, He's looking a bit more serious. He's like, "Oh, this, this, um, more people have arrived. This is, it's starting to get busy here." Um, he sort of looks down into the courtyard. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's quite a few more people. I, I saw, um, I saw a wizard. Yep. And he's got a, um, he's got a, an attendant. She, um, I, I, um, um. Uh, but but um but it, it's you know it, it's getting busier, isn't it? Yeah, can I give you some life advice, boy? Uh, 
sure, sure. Anything. Keep your eyes off the wizard's assistant. He t- turns back and starts to continue his watch and walk around the wall. Uh, if you like your the shape you're in, you want to wake up that way. Like I, I feel it's... like this is the point where you you would like cut, and Rasilka's like, "So I heard that the wizard's got an assistant." <laughs> like it's somebody like yeah at the table, and the guy playing cards with you is like, oh, "Who cares, man? You're just taking all my money." <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh uh, well, feel like. Should we just play for fun? Uh, he he nice... looks at you really confused when you said it's that. It's a nice hat. Would you, would you trade? <laughs> no, I'm not trading my hat. This, this, my mum gave me this hat. That's a fearsome hat. Anybody see you wearing that? No, I'm not going to do the part. Keeps like me, keeps, keeps, <laughs> keeps, keeps me, keeps me warm. Keeps me warm. Yeah. And you see a young lady come bustling into the mead hall she's got um kind of books and scrolls under her arms and she comes running in uh and she goes over to the the, the chap who's running the mead hall is actually the quartermaster uh and dave are having a conversation over in the corner she looks stressed hurried and uh, uh and and not not having a great having a great time and this is the point where i re- wish i um took the lip reading feet instead of like, oh yeah everybody's leveled up haven't they yeah yeah we've got some new abilities and some new stuff going on maybe we point out as we go along mm-hmm. cool cool einar and larue what are you doing you see this young lady come in she's clearly a new person to emborch tower uh you can see one of the guys is getting up from rasilka's table she's cleaned him out there's a few of them still there so she's still playing uh, larue is surreptitiously and somehow stealthily uh, is now sitting now next to Rasilka and braiding her hair. Cool, cool. Hair or mutton chops? I think we we a little bit, that a little bit of both. Got, like, big mutton chops. A little bit of both. She's uh, she's just she's basically styling Rasilka's mutton chops hair. You know, going you know, going on full like girly best friends. And Rasilka's awesome. probably probably not even noticed that Larue's there, but it's just happening. I, I've got a good perception. I've noticed. I've just you know. <laughs> Just not making LaRue. Should we have a roll off? Let's have a stealth roll from LaRue. (laughs) I love ridiculous rolls that don't matter. Yeah. Um, Why not? Hero points galore. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, What am I rolling here? Oh, no. That doesn't even break your perception DC. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to re roll with a hero point. Oh, Oh, (laughs) having that. That's better. Whoa. That's better. Okay. Um, Go on then. But normally, actually, in Pathfinder 2, you wouldn't roll. We What we would do, but I, I, I quite like the idea of you rolling for this one because it's fun. He's just but trying normally to suck what would up happen, all of your hero points. Don't listen to it. Is we would 10 plus your perception modif- your perception modifier would be the DC for LaRue. Okay. But why don't you roll? Because it's fun. 23. Okay, so you don't notice. You reach down for one of your coins and like some of your beard and hair is being plaited together and you turn around and LaRue is right there. <laughs> I didn't, um, and I, I pull my cards like, will you? Like, oh, but but not my hair. Like, I will let LaRue, like, I'll do that. Yeah, LaRue hasn't got a clue what you're doing. She's never played cards in her life. So she's just like, <laughs> oh, but she does probably give a little bit away. She's like, oh, what does that shape mean? And starts like, Describing shape, drawing the shape. Like a fold. 
<laughs> well, that one's only got a one on it. Oh, that's not very good. Does that mean it's the first and the best or low? Yeah, I thought those pictures are the same. Ooh. How have you got six of them, though? <laughs> Shut up. I found some of your cards on your chair. Did you want those back? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I oh god, I had to explain to are... my children Londo Malari's gambling thing. We were watching Babylon Five, and it was the episode where Londo Malari was cheating at gambling using his additional appendages yeah. to steal cards. And they're like, "What's that?" Like, well, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> so I know you're standing there, and you can see some of your friends enjoying themselves, you know, playing cards or plaiting hair uh and the quartermasters there who clip on the way out handed a request form um and uh this lady's talking to a quartermaster she's she turns to kind of to kind of leave uh and what does the lady look like she is about 20 and uh, she's got dark hair human and um she uh, is wearing kind of a kind of short robe uh, long tunic, somewhere in between those two things. Decent boots, fairly nice clothing, but nothing grand about it. So, like good quality, but so apprentice style. You know, something you'd expect an apprentice to a wizard to be wearing. You know, it's good quality, but it's not as good as the the wizards. So the wizard stands out. Um. All right, I will shout across the room. You come <laughs> drink. That when it, and when a Jotun sh- shouts across the room, that is that is quite a thing. Um, and she she turns and looks at you, uh, uh, and and I'll kind of, of bang the like the bench yeah. next to me, so you know a resounding thwack as my yeah. hand that's probably about that big hits the thing. <laughs> Boom! And she kind of feels feels compelled to come over, uh, and out of she seems to be curious. You can tell that about her. She's coming over. She's like, "Oh, who's this guy?" Uh, and she approaches and she goes, oh, "Um, uh, uh, good, good afternoon, sir. So, sorry to interrupt your whatever this all is. I have I have a lot of errands to run. I'm afraid it's a funeral. You should come drink." She looks around. Oh, oh yes, yes. Um, and she kind of picks up a cup. Of well, that's sitting on the table. Maybe it was meant for Clip. Maybe it was meant for somebody else. And she takes a little sip, and then she kind of puts it down and tucks things, ready to move again, as if like I've done my thing. Now I'm going to go. What's your hurry? You should stay. Uh, I'm afraid I have a lot of errands to run for Racknor. If I don't, if I, if I, yeah, if I'm late, he will scold me and uh, will f- prolong my training. Uh, and it's Racknor. He is uh, my master wizard out of Pargranum. We've come here um, uh, to help. She looks like she almost said something she maybe shouldn't do. And uh, my name's Taris, by the way. Uh, you are? My name is Einar Eriksson. It's a pleasure to meet you. Einar, Einar. Uh, it's always a pleasure to meet a Jotun. She looks slightly scared, like she might be hurt at any moment, but she does seem to be smiling uh at you i i've got some um sorry i've got some uh, sch- uh schematics that i need to take to the blacksmith he has certain designs that he want built and i need to i need to take this 
as she's kind of grabbing this kind of scroll case under her arm. I need to take this to the smithy as, uh, as soon as I can. Well, perhaps you should finish your drink and get going. Sure. Yes, yes. Are you, hang on. Are you one of the expeditionary teams? Are you on one of those? Well, I am, yes. Uh, when you say yes, she sits down for a moment and picks up the cup and takes a sip. Um, wow, so you're going out into the wilds. Uh, we have just come back from the south. We have uh, secured the village. Wow. Uh, were, were there strange creatures? Anything uh, magical or curious out there? Uh, Ragnar believes that there's some hidden treasures out here in the wilds. I'm not sure I would call it a treasure, but we found a strange stone. A strange stone? It like a magical stone? It contains what I believe is necromantic powers. Oh, oh well, you, you should you, you should bring this up with with uh, I, I I can tell my master if you wish that he, you have something strange that you need um, identifying or or looking at. He's he he loves magical items. It's one uh, of his main things. He's here. I, I may as well tell you. He's here looking for relics out in the wilds. He's come across after the war and a few private owners establishments were opened up to the public shall we say um that, that some of them had some really old books and tomes and you know those uh those dwarf books that are made out of metal those ones as well with with the carvings in and i mean he explains it as way as kind of bedside stories or I don't know, old wives' tales and myths and legends and things, but he, after reading those tomes, he did pack us up and bring us out here. You should never underestimate the powers that are in sagas. This is true. This is true. I mean, legend is... is it comes from... There's a kernel of truth in every story, isn't there? Uh, I'll fix with a very appraising look. Is your master a good man? Oh, he has a bad reputation because he's a bit old and grumpy and set in his ways. But when it comes down to it, I think he's a good man. Can I tell if she's telling the truth? Uh, make a deception roll. Deception? Oh, crap. <laughs> what, what were you hoping to use? I have no idea. <laughs> deception is like detecting lies as well as lying. Okay. Um, I will hope. No idea. Twelve. She, well, to be honest, is a very low DC. She's being very honest, very open. She seems too, like her brain is elsewhere, so she's not like, um, you hiding know, anything. Yeah, hiding anything or curating what she's saying in any way. Um, if it will win your favour with your master, you should tell him that you found out about this item. Oh, thank you, I know that is. This is amazing. He may even me. He may even show me a, another cantrip this week. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Aina. Uh, 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 she downs the rest of the drink and she says, "I will go. I will go and tell him. I, I'll, I'll try and find him um, uh, after I've taken the scroll case." And she like turns and she takes a step and she turns around and says, "Nice to meet you." And then she turns around and goes and starts to leave. Nice to meet you too. I'll yell across the room. Okay. It's like a guy by the door. He's like, what? What? <laughs> uh, 
Um, so it sort of calms down a bit. People are finishing their drinks. It's still early after, sorry, late afternoon, and people are uh, have got a switch watch and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Rasilka, you find that the other guys are making their excuses and leaving the table. And quite soon, it's really just the three of you and a couple of um, sitting in the corner um, in the in the room. What do you guys want to do? Um, I will probably realize that we've not gave Cliff any booze or a, an egg sandwich or anything. Okay. Um, egg sandwich. That's his favorite. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Fried egg sandwiches are always available in a watch house, aren't they? Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, so I will collect some, some sort of food and beverage and take it to my um, elven associate who is being moody outside. Okay. And you've gone from braiding Rasilga's hair to braiding Einar's hair. <laughs> uh, Einar doesn't have much. It doesn't matter. LaRue doesn't seem to need a lot of it to work with. I mean, he's, got very, he's got quite short hair. That could be quite tricky. And she is braiding your back hair. Oh! <laughs> anyway, as Rasilka, you leave the, the bunkhouse. You can see Clip coming down the staircase from the uh, rampart and uh, is heading towards the smithy where you can actually see um, the young lady that you saw earlier on, sort of not running, but not walking. You know, that. Yeah, that, that pace. I've got to get there, but I don't want to look out of control or flustered, you know. All right, I'll just, um, I'll try and catch up with... Um, yeah, you can get his attention or catch up with like, Clip on the way. You know, I, brought you, I brought you some food and some drink, buddy. Must be cold uh, outside. Why do you keep putting eggs between bread? Oh, if I put it in my hand, then it'll just get like greasy hands. I don't... Oh, just, just hard boil the egg. Then it comes in its own little container and it's ready whenever you want. If you hard boil it, that would use a lot of fat. I just need a little bit of fat on the hot plate rather than a whole pan to hard boil it. No, we, talk, we, we can discuss this. You enter the door of the smithy <laughs> just arguing about how to cook eggs. So, um, you see, and gnomes and have see this young lady. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, hello. It's like a, a metallic, they have an egg golem. It's not a golem made of eggs. It's just a big metal <laughs> golem that's only job is to cook eggs. But there was that one, <laughs> one gnome who did try and make a golem out of eggs. Uh, it turns out you cannot make a golem without breaking eggs. <laughs> oh, and as you enter the smithy making your terrible joke about eggs, you see this young lady talking to the blacksmith and she's got this scroll case and she's saying, look, uh, um, here is um, uh, here is ten gold pieces. She says, handing a bag over to the smith, and he's like, is is stunned, you know. And she says, "My lord Ragnar, um, magnificent wizard of Pugranin, here is a, uh, has asked me to bring to you this schematic for." Uh, and she realizes that there are people in the room for you to complete. He understands that it may. Take some time, uh, but he is willing to pay, as you can tell. And she hands the scroll case over, and he opens it up. And you can't see what's on the other side. He kind of opens it up, and he's like, what? And he opens the bag to check that there's 10 gold pieces in there and counts them. That'll do. I mean, uh, I'll have to requisition some things on the next wagons in 
it won't be it won't be uh, quick and she says i i, I know i know um um uh, but but he wanted to place the the task with you and uh, let you know that i will be checking in to see that you are um doing all you can to complete it whilst not interfering with your other duties we understand and the blacksmith kind of looks at her very confused um about her her nature and then sort of says uh, very well was there was there anything else and she's like no um, no it's very very nice to meet you very nice to meet you and she turns around and the two of you kind of standing in the doorway and she goes, oh, miss. oh sorry um uh, can i i need to um uh and she's kind of looking at the two of you and she's like guns and uh-huh. dwarven swashbuckler and suddenly <laughs> for a moment she's like at some point i'd very much like to hear your story Great, uh, right. And but, I'll but, take but, the beer but, off Cliff but, and point, point it towards but, you and be like, but, right, but. okay. So it started like we on the road to the area and then we we had a friend with us, she's not with us anymore. Like come and I'll I'll like reach up to be like right, Oh okay. the few fu- I was I saw the funeral. I spoke to Ina. Yeah, so let me tell you the story and I'll, I'll and you kind of like, take her to the side. Try and okay. her yeah, yeah. To, to start telling her a story. Okay. So Clip, you walk up to the blacksmith. Good afternoon, Master Smith. Uh, he's looking at this uh, document. He kind of, kind of, um, there, there's something vaguely um, gunpowder weapony. There's tubes mm. and things. On May there I be you... of assistance? I have some skills in uh, the smithing of fine, delicate objects, especially those of destructive capacity. Nothing much delicate about this. Um, uh, and he kind of unfurls it, and it's basically some sort of cannon. It looks like um, uh, on a kind of rotating mount uh, with handles uh, on like a gimbal kind of thing, and it's got loads of uh, illustration. It's very finely annotated. There's various different views. There's a plan view. There's a, a side view. Um, so different orientations. It's a very well drawn. This whoever drew this, and you know who drew this, knows exactly what they're doing. Um, and the smith says, "Yeah, um, uh, this is so, going to take take me a while." But um, this is the work of Master Ragnar. Uh, well, uh, yeah, they're the wizard. Yeah, this is what wizards do. They 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 meddle with things and make things and do things, magic stuff. Well, the finest gnomus gunsmiths I know would be hard pushed to produce something quite this scale. This is you know, you know, gnomus gunsmiths. Oh yeah, I studied with them for the last twenty years. Was but a heartbeat, but I learned a few things. Oh, um, well, we should uh, we should have some more conversations. I didn't, I didn't realize. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll I'll hand over the harmonia and the hand. My pistol. name's Alburn. Alburn, it's a good name. My name's Clip. Where are you from, Alburn? Park Granin. It's a lot of that going round. Tends to be with us lot here. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Um, it. Uh, we should uh, look. I've got uh, not. I don't want to be rude, but 
I've got a lot to do and it's very nice to meet you and I really do want to sit and have a drink with you tonight or something or the next few days to chat over gunpowder weapons and gnomish inventions and all kinds of things Guns but um stuff. we can do but, that but did you have something you needed now oh uh, if i could just have a quiet corner of your workshop and um maybe a few small metal and woodworking tools i got this crossbow here got it off a of bractigar leader just want to make it my own make it match the rest of my kit oh okay um that'll be um three three coppers to rent the space and use the tools okay he, put, he points over to one side okay. there is room there is room for three three here but um i'm the only one that's arrived yet the others are on their way soon i think or oh, i've been told i'm getting some support uh, he looks now that you're talking to him and the kind of eyes have adjusted to the light because it's slightly darker in here. Um, you can tell he looks knackered, absolutely knackered. You want to get yourself some rest there, Elburn. You don't do your best work when you're tired. Don't need to tell me that. And believe me, if you're going to be making yourself a large munition launching device, you want to get some rest. Or some help. Yeah. Well, I'll help well, when I'm in camp. Let, let me have a look at your crossbow. All right. He, he takes off your hands. He turns around. That's a pretty efficient-looking bit of kit. But, yeah, uh, for the rest of you, it does look a bit bland. He says, looking at all the rest of your gear. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, why I needed to, you know, spiff it up a bit. Sure, sure. Uh, use Use those tools over there. Um, and let me take a look when you're done. All right. Much appreciate. Oh, here, have a sandwich. He sticks the whole thing in his mouth. Oh. And as he bites down, like a like a egg squirts out of his mouth. And he just doesn't even care. Yeah. He just turns around, he starts counting. He was banging, he was clearly he was working on something before everyone came in and interrupted him. And he like picks it up and he goes to bang it and he's like, oh. He walks over to the fire, the fire, and he has to stick it back in. And he's like, "Oh." Um, and you can tell at that point that his his broad shoulders tell you, "Fuck off, leave me alone." <laughs> no. I'm just gonna go hum myself a little gnomish gunsmithing ditty while I okay carve away at the stock of this crossbow. Okay. Um, the camera pans past uh, Taris going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Rasilka just chatting away. <laughs> um, and um, out into the courtyard, the large courtyard, and we see Sir Althus Credwin uh, walking across the courtyard, and he goes into the bunkhouse. And he looks around, he sees Einar, uh, and he comes over. Einar, Einar, Einar. I see that now you have laid your friend to rest. Um, uh his honor Dora Kemberblade has asked me for you to to report in as soon as you can uh, let me fill this up I'll say gesturing to my flagon and I'll okay. be right with you as you say that and you hold it up they there's like a court the quartermaster's there like pouring pouring more do you want ale or mead 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 pouring more mead into your into your flask he says I'm gonna have to order some more of this as he wanders off. 
I agree. I have an also come and out literally from behind, like I know, a huge frame. Like South as Bedwin's like 50. Pops, so you nearly give leg, him a heart attack. Pops like, little, <laughs> half fox, half human thing. I would mm. also come. He's like uh, like Sir Barriston in uh, Game of Thrones. He's that kind of like older, older knight kind of character. And you nearly give oh, him a heart sorry. attack. You yeah, see you him. said Sir Barriston in Game of Thrones. My brain immediately went Sir Didymus in Labyrinth. <laughs> like, crikey, no well, it is Pathfinder. It could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so LaRue, you appear and he's like, ah, ah, um, LaRue, yes, uh, excellent. He's kind of looking around the room. Um, but, well, uh, report as soon as you can. Um, I have, I have some go. things to attend to. There's some more men to start drilling and show them the ropes. And he walks off. All righty then, I'll look at the room. Let's get going. Okay. And just start striding towards wherever I need to go. So the central of a skip. The main, <laughs> the main tower, which you went in before, um, as you enter the ground floor, if you remember, there's kind of an armory in there, preparation area, storage. Um, and you see three, um, three fighter dudes you know they're kind of like in chainmail with black tabards no symbols or anything they just look they're trying to look cool they're trying to look mean they've got designer stubble you know their hair is kind of dark and slick to their head they've got little helmets cruel looking helmets to the side clearly good kit and equipment but they look like um you know in two towers grimer worm tongues dudes mm -hmm. who appear and grab people uh, they look a little bit like that. They look a little bit rough. A little bit a rough. Bit all the gear, no idea type. Oh no, they look like they've got a bit of an idea, but probably not as much of an idea as you. And they're kind of standing there, trying to look tough and looking at different weapons and things. And one of them kind of looks over at you. You know, clearly trying to outstare a Jotun is uh, is a is a is a good idea. He kind of looks over at you guys and he gives you a bit of a glare. A I just completely a... ignore him. Okay. 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 Um, Sounds and, like the um, kind of guy that would swing a sword round and go, "Hey, good balance." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys. So the two of you head up the stairs. Well, um, Rasilka and Clip. Where Clips, you're staying in the Smith, aren't you? Yeah. And Rasilka, were you going to leave or are you going to stay there and tell the whole story of your adventure to? Tarrant. Unless, unless the wizard's apprentice like deliberately squirms away, I'm not she... gonna, I'm not gonna let her. But I'm not gonna like. You make a diplomacy, make a diplomacy check to see if you can keep her there. You, jeez, yeah, yeah. You keep her there. Magical cape bonus. Look at that. That's a great bonus. Really um, bonus. And. Uh, she, she's uh, as you do as you see her start to like lose interest or think shit i'm gonna get in trouble i better go you like throw in necromantic stone and then, you know? <laughs> and then and she's like oh <laughs> she wants to stay for a bit more yeah um and, just, uh, yeah just keep going not too far away from like i don't want to like split up everybody too much so I don't that's fine yeah, no it's himself. cool it's good that you're like all mingling with the the but, people of the tower um, yes, long regaling of yeah. of everything with enough like. That's cool. But but then, um, 
crystal. At some, so, yeah, that at some point, the smith does kind of usher you out of the smithy, though. Yeah, yeah. But so you kind of, kind of you kind of do as you're walking back to the maybe over to the oh, bunkhouse. Bunkhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Einar and Larue, you go up the stairs in the tower, and as you head up the stairs, you can hear, "This is unacceptable." And you, 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 you. I don't think you've heard his voice yet, but you're assuming that this is probably Ragnar the wizard. Uh, oh, these these lodgings are completely unacceptable. And if my f- fucking assistant were here, then maybe she'd have done something about it. But I, I was expecting to be treated better than this. I've come here offering you powerful magical solutions to some of your worst problems, and you, oh, this is disrespectful. I, I won't I won't forget this ember blade. And you hear someone kind of shuffling, like an elderly person trying to storm out of a room. It's like, <laughs> and um, as you get to the top of the stairs, Hyala, uh, Earthbound, the priest of Ondrum, is there. And she kind of says, um, um, wait, wait a moment. And now Ragnar comes out of the meeting chamber and sort of heads down the stairs past you. But as he gets to you, Einar. He stops and he looks at you and he says, what is it? I'm going to cock my head at him. What is it? His, fing- his crooked, horrible finger comes away, f- com- comes out of the sleeve and like points at your the bag on your belt. <laughs> ah. well, I guess at some point you'll find out. I'll Someone say just that. taking a big swig of mead and then walking in. Be careful, he says. Silly Jotun. He kind of, you'll come and see me soon, I hope. And he kind of walks, shuffles off down the stairs. And then when he gets to the bottom, you hear him say, come on, you, come on, you three. Oh, surrounded by idiots. And he shuffles out of the building. I'll look down at LaRue. It appears I am popular today. LaRue <laughs> just giggles. So you head into the chamber, and Doric <clears throat> Emberblade, who last time you saw him was kind of standing proud in front of the table, a confident leader. He's kind of sitting, looking tired, in a chair to one side. And uh, he stands up slowly and he goes, Bloody wizards piss me off. Right. I know. Come on. I understand. There's some... some Dark news. Um, word has reached me that your 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 fellow, um, what was her name, um, Crystal. Crystal, yes. She fell on the battlefield. It is an honourable way to go, but not something we would wish. It was too soon. Well, she's with Ondrum now, so all is well again. Right. If uh, if you don't mind, I'd I'd like to hear a report. I'm quite tired after arguing with a with an elderly wizard for half an hour. He's a wizened old fool. Be careful! Don't let him hear you say that. He's uh, he's useful to have around. His assistant seemed nice. He it's like I don't don't think I've seen her. Um, he gave Krilge a a stack of books and you look over in the orc chronicler who stare at the side writing everything he's kind of furiously scribing down 
probably taking the minutes from the last meeting and there was a lot said so she's catching up she kind of briefly glimpses realizes you're in the room and kind of like looks at the big pile of books on the floor like yeah i've got a nice big pile of books um he's uh he's got lots of uh myths and legends and tomes from from folk who are hoarding it in park granin sounds like that could be useful i will we've been researching the tomes and we've uh we've now got a name for what we're searching and what we're exploring used to be known as barg dumir uh, and and when it fell uh, three centuries ago it became barg dumiraz uh, and you guys know that a dumir is an underground dwarven city and when they add as on the end that means it fell too dark shit and is horrible now <laughs> Um, so don't go there. Um, I Bark Dumaraz lies within and below the verdant wild here, and uh, it seems that uh, some of these stories are true. We didn't we didn't know, but um, we have been reading up on it while you've been away. And speaking of which, tell me, tell me, what what have you? How how, how did you fare? Well, we have secured the village, or what remains of it. Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. What, what and we it? made it safe. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, did you meet any uh, resistance? Was there a... some kind of strange plant things? And there's the zombies. They were interesting. Oh, and the Bractivar troops. I think that was probably the important thing we should probably tell you about. We met them just Bractivar. outside of the tower. They were very close to the tower, in fact. Not even a day's, not even a day away. Uh, well, I haven't been able to set up uh, patrols of the area yet because we're so low on troops. But now that we've got a few more men, perhaps we will. Um, but uh, if you made made the uh, village safe, then it sounds like we should be sending a team of labourers and soldiers out to uh, to uh, fix it up and make it usable. Just don't um, make the trees angry. There is a an entrance to the underground, I'm assuming the former city of the dwarves. However, we have not right. gone down there yet. Right. Well, that sounds like that might be a priority if we can get down into the uh, into the Doomir properly, or maybe we should hold off. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. We would have to run it by the others. I would not wish to speak for them. Very well. Right. So there's Bractagar troops. There, there was, there they're are. not anymore. I now killed three of them. Well done. And Clip killed some more. And maybe Rasilka killed some. I zapped was, them as well. It was a team effort. The Rue seemed very proud of herself as she said I zapped one of them. Was this the uh, battle that saw Crystal fall? Unfortunately so. I'll take a big swig of drink when he says that. Hmm. They are well trained. The Bractagar uh, has been a, a problem for our, uh, my kin for, for centuries. And as we all know, they, they broke through into the world mountain. They've been bothering us on our lawn ever since. I didn't think they'd be out here, though. Maybe they've got wind of Bagdumaraz as we have. 
Um, at some point, I suggest that we should build a road between here and the village. Aye, aye, that's a good idea. Uh, we can also uh... with the village so close to the coast. I think a port would be a good plan. It would enable reinforcements to come in in larger numbers and aye. quicker supplies from Pargrenin. Aye, absolutely, absolutely. Or many of the reasons that we thought it would be a good site to uh, investigate, and I'm glad that. You, uh, you were able to make it safe and most of you make it back. I have um, I have your weekly salary. He throws a bag on the table. He didn't throw it. He places it, I should say, because he's being respectful. This is two silver pieces for the five of you who went out and did, did, your, did your duty. So here you go. As said in contract, I'll, I'll pick it up and just kind of chuck it in my bag for now. Did you find any resources that we could use in the tower? Uh, did you collect uh, weapons from these scouts or any information? Oh, yeah, from... I just didn't write them down. That's cool. Yeah, yes, you... we, yeah we, we definitely <laughs> you know, gathered up the bunkhouse. You got a big sack of like swords yeah, and bows, crossbows and arrows and, yeah. and stuff. That's cool. The practical right. stuff was decent. I would imagine we so... would have probably handed it over to the quartermaster, to be honest with me, because he would yeah, have probably logged house. it up. Yeah. yeah, he probably would have logged it up. No, we probably Excellent. haven't done it yet. Right. But yeah. Well, we'll get the uh, quartermaster to evaluate all of that. And as per your contract, you'll get 120th um, in, in silvers uh, for that as well. Uh, that's right. as good. But yes, we have we retrieved swords, arrows, Excellent. And right. various shields. other weapons. Don't forget shields. Oh, yeah. Shields are handy. Sharp sticks. <laughs> what? Um, right. What was he... Uh, what uh, we also was... found uh, a strange stone that seems, <clears throat> I believe, it is necromantic in origin. Oh. Oh, where did you find that? Uh, we found it at the site of the village. The plant things seemed very interested in it oh what life fighting on life uh yes right where where is it let's have a look um i'll carefully get it out of the bag being careful not to physically not to touch, touch it. it okay you put it on the table and there's this pale i'll, I'll leave it in my hand but oh like but with on... the sack over your hand yeah. and you're showing it like that okay this pale, uh, ethereal, slightly greeny uh, glow emanates from this stone again. Larue, it's it's horrible. It's not a nice. It's not a nice item. It just yeah. Kind of she she kind of bears her fangs out because even though she's in a human form, she still has like a fox fangs and stuff. She's like cool, and backs away from it. Okay, like a cat, like recoiling, but she's obviously a fox. Mm -hmm. Okay, like oh, a cat well. fox. Yeah, like a cat fox. She's hybrid. Ah. Well, uh, that looks... Mm, I'm not really an expert in this. I would talk to either uh, Terith Kalar or our new friend, Raknor. And when he says the word Terith, you hadn't noticed, but the, the elf uh, member of the Lucid Eye who spoke to before kind of slides out of almost nowhere into the room. Greetings, 
I am overjoyed to see that you have returned safely. LaRue, who's already on edge from the stone, literally leaps and almost <laughs> touches the ceiling. But there is no depth to the sadness that I feel for your loss. I appreciate your words. I still not having my delivered. magic stone. <laughs> I wish to I wish to talk to you. I but I believe you had discussed that you were moving on to the ruins next. Doric uh, looks like. Doric's... Has I not put the stone away yet? Um, probably not. Okay. Anya, put away the stone. I'm going to shrug and put it Jared away. says that is probably something more for our wizard friend to deal with. Absolutely more. Well, as to, where we don't, as to where we go next, I think it will depend on what is of use to yourselves as well as what the others wish. Doric, Doric speaks up and he says, um, Tereth, you know full well that Ragnar's men are heading out to the lake tomorrow. And uh, Tereth sort of doesn't really respond much, but looks more to Einar and says, I know that you are true of heart. I am very interested in where you are going. Doric says, look, our scout said there was some structure out in the woods there, that ruin. We don't even know what it is. We, it's deeper into territory. We should go and check it out. Nothing bad's come down that river yet, so there can't be anything too bad up at that lake. Tereth sort of nods very well. I will I will leave such arrangements up to yourself, Your Honor. And it so kind of steps. Uh, sorry, I'll look at the, the going charge. So you think the ruin would be our best destination? Well, to be honest, at this stage, we don't have much intelligence. And it would be good if you could head a bit deeper into the region. I think the ruin is a good site. I just, in my gut, I feel. And and Aina, you're, you know, dwarves quite well. I say Jotun, they're very close to dwarves. And you think maybe that Earth Association is probably influencing his gut more than the Water Association of the lake. That at the moment you have nothing to really steer between the two other than you guys thought of going to ruins and he's saying why not Leroux think, but... looks over to Krilge and goes what do you think uh, it's kind of she's writing furiously and she looks up uh, uh, well I think both sites uh, offer uh, huge huge opportunities there, there is a lot in the books about the industrial capabilities of Bargdumir uh, and what they were what they were finding, what they were delving for, uh, and their 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 cold iron, their their uh, adamantine. Uh, there was there was there was all kinds of uh, weapons and armaments. The stories talk of their soldiers armed with uh, weapons, uh, pure weapons, and joining those forces in Zadumir to fight against. Uh, the forces of Thuthrox. I mean, a lot of this is fanciful, you know, aggrandizing as they often do in these stories. But, 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 but there's clearly something 
um, there's something to these rumors. I wouldn't be surprised if Bargdumir was probably, uh, I mean, it's a dwarven city. We know they like to make things and build things, but it sounds like they were pretty, pretty set up. I'm not sure you're going to find that in a lake. However, and he says, I, uh, uh, I don't know what you would find at a lake. Um, um, how big is the, have I seen the river? Do I know how big it is? Yeah, it's not as big as that on the map. <laughs> it's a decent sized river. You would need to like cross it. You know there where there are four fjords and, and crossing points. That I mean, you can basically, get to. what I'm trying to think in my head is can you get boats up and down it? Yeah, you can get boats up there. As in, like, reasonable-sized, like, cargo things rather than rowing boats. Yeah, yeah. You could get, like, a like a shallow merchant vessel up that river easily. Yep. I mean, you don't have any boats. <laughs> uh, no, no, I was just more thinking. No, just, just saying. <laughs> logistical future yeah. goals. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I will... Uh, on what you have said to the rest of them and we will keep you informed as to our decision excellent um i've got yeah she uh, and krill kind of realizes you're talking to the other people in the room and she looks down and sort of uh, okay um yes and carries on uh, writing she pulls up another she pulls up a book that looks like it's like metal sheets on hinges uh with runic carving in the in the surface and she like open <laughs> opens it up and starts looking ah oh, she's she's fascinated and gets lost in her in her lore quite quickly right we need to take a short break sorry i need to go and refill my drink and uh i'll be two minutes
hello we're back so before the break uh i know i just reported in about all the interesting things that it found in the shuttered district and i apologize i'm going to probably cough at some point because my cough has returned slightly gives everyone a chance to remember their second hero point Ooh. or first if you used it on a fun roll it's a very important role Stealth braiding was. was critical to the... Stealth braid. <clears throat> uh, RP win. <laughs> okay. So is there anything else you want to share with Doric? Or are you guys done reporting in? Can I braid his beard? <laughs> no. Ah. Krilge has already done it. <laughs> <laughs> then in which case, she will be admiring the braided beard. My work here is done. <laughs> I don't think there was um, anything else we did need to share with him, was there? It wasn't. He says, uh, he says, right, well, if there's nothing more, um, uh, Sir Alphys will come down with some supplies for you uh, in the morning. I believe you made some requests of the quartermaster. I've already had an update from him. <clears throat> we'll need to send back on the wagon for those. I believe your, your elf has some uh, interesting things he wants to do. Um, but uh, we've got some. One for him. It's uh, true. Clip does like to do strange things. Well, I, I do admire those uh, inventive folk who create gunpowder weapons. It's a, it's a fantastic technology that I think we could probably leverage a lot better out here on the frontier. Um, but uh, yes, we're gonna we're we're gonna give you each uh, two weeks rations because wherever you're going, it's six days out and six days back, and I believe you've probably got some some food left over from your last uh, expedition so and uh we've had some supplies come in so i believe sir alphas has got a little treat for you all so uh, i'll leave that to him in the morning oh i like treats yay again larue's visibly very excited and skips out right <laughs> right well uh, thanks for your time we'll get going Okay, uh, so you guys leave, and as you head down the stairs, um, you see out in the courtyard Rasilka and Taris chatting. Oh, that's the wizard's apprentice. We should have a word with her. Perhaps it's time for us to show the wizard the stone. I don't want to be carrying it longer than I have to. That is a very good idea, I know. However, judging by the look on her face, she's been talked to by Rasilka for quite some time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That, that's a 27 over there. That's, <laughs> that's not like I've just been yakking at her. No, she's loving it. She's getting, she's hearing tidbits and information and she actually sees over your shoulder Einar and LaRue. And she, she kind of, oh, th th those are your friends, aren't they? Uh, aren't they? Yeah, uh, th that's Larue, mm. right? And I'll point I'd to love the to meet Larue. And Larue, sh she's amazing at braiding. Like, uh, I assume the Wizard's Apprentice yeah, is not like bald. No, her, her, she's got long hair, and it's all kind of a bit scraggly, to be honest. There's a, there was something t holding it together, but it's kind of come loose. I like Larue, and I'll gesture to the hair, and I'll gesture to Larue, and I'll wave at Einar, and I'll be like, "Come like, have you met my friend?" LaRue comes running over. Hi, Rasilka! And like kind of goes to hug, but then realizes Rasilka's quite a bit, rounder. maybe a little bit shorter and rounder. And then just that <laughs> hats on the shoulder instead. Yeah. 
Um, I will introduce them to the to the apprentice, the assistant. Whatever oh, hi, she is. hi! It's so nice to meet you. I'm I'm Taris. She's like she's suddenly standing there, and she's like, "Was Ratknor in there?" Uh, he was coming out as we were going in. He was very grumpy, which I'm told oh. is a common occurrence. No. Um, Perhaps you can make it up to him by saying you convinced me to come and show him the stone. Oh, ah, uh, that that might get me out of it. Uh, 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 Shall we go? Uh, he's he's I tell, he's staying in his carriage until they get him a better room, I believe. He wasn't very happy about sleeping in the bunkhouse, but I did point out to him there's not really anywhere else to sleep. So he's got a load of cushions and blankets in his carriage, um, which is kind of parked next to the bunkhouse. And standing outside of it is one of these guys who's like trying to look cool and rangy, you know, like stubble and like looking people up and down and chewing some sort of small stick in his in his mouth. <clears throat> and as you approach, Taris kind of she looks at you guys like oh. he goes over and. Oh, can I can I can I see uh, Ragnar, please? And he get, he just like flicks his head back, and she steps up into the. She knocks and then goes in and shuts the door quickly behind her. And the kind of curtains are covered, but you got the sense of some sort of magical light in there. Nothing too bright, but um, something illuminating the interior that wasn't fire. And uh, you hear the conversation because it's, <laughs> it's just a carriage in front of you. It's not uh, got double glazing or anything. And uh, Orton Kynan's magnificent carriage, then. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's Racknell's reasonably priced carriage. Um, <laughs> it, he goes, where the fuck have you been? And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I was waylaid. These people don't yet know how important you are and how... Uh, how 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 quickly they must uh, respond to my requests, uh, but I have delivered the the the, the schematics to the blacksmith, and uh, all, all is well there. Well, where, where where have you been then? So, oh, well, I I I met a Jotun who has some sort of um, and and she goes, can I can I come please please sir, come outside and meet meet them? Because I think I've met this bloody Jotun before, and you hear him getting up. And she steps out and then he kind of shuffles out and stands in front of the carriage. It actually stays on the bottom step of the carriage, kind of level with you, Einar. So it's like a two foot up this step. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well. And she's like. "Mm." To break the tension, all you hear is boop. And LaRue boops the guard guy who looked very grumpy and hard on the side, right on the end of his nose. He just looks at you like, I hate you. Uh, and he's like, steps. You know, he takes, he takes a step away. Ragnar, manners cost nothing, and manners maketh man. If they cost nothing, then they are nothing. Now, what? You are a Your very ap- grumpy, rude person. Your apprentice said that we should show you the stone that we found. Yeah, your apprentice convinced us that we should show you the stone. Well, I suppose oh, something I suppose something has rubbed off on her then. Come on, let's have a look at this trinket. What is it you found? 
again, I'll <clears throat> take it out the same way I did before. So showing it, but still not touching it. And LaRue hisses again. Mm. Were, there, were, there, were there zombies? There were. He says, looking at it. <clears throat> he stands there and he does a little bit of nothing like actually magic, but like a little few gestures and a thing. And he's trying to appraise like this, the sense that he's getting off of it. Yes, this is definitely, definitely some sort of necrotic node. Hmm. This normally is uh, seen as some sort of shard of Zon. Uh, or, or, yeah, perhaps sometimes Valte sometimes dabbles in this area, but, 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 hmm, hmm, this is dark indeed. Thank you for bringing it to me. And he reaches out to take it from you. I'll pull it back. Oh, I see. You want some money for it, do you? How's 30 gold pieces? Uh, firstly, I wish you to tell me what it is. It makes zombies. Then why do you wish it? I want to break it. Does he? Yeah. I'm to make yeah. a deception roll to see if he... <clears throat> I was going to say, LaRue knows about this gentleman, and he does. she doesn't trust him that much. He's no, quite he's good at deception, deep. though, but maybe that's not what he's doing. Who knows? Is Ooh. that good at deception? No. That's good. Not that good at deception. 21, that's not bad. LaRue, you think genuinely he does want to break it? Hmm. I know. I don't I'm think he's I get the same impression. Yeah, you do. You do. LaRue, LaRue kind of climbs up Ina a little bit to whisper in his ear because she doesn't want to shout that out loud. But she's like, Ina, I don't think he's lying. We don't need something like that in this tower. Imagine if we were attacked and people died and then we got attacked by zombies inside the tower. That would be terrible. Yeah, I'll kind of offer it to him. And it's evil. I am says, well aware. In a really creepy way. <clears throat> it's evil. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, I'll hand it over. Mm. Mm. LaRue's still like up high on Einar at this point in time and goes, we found it on back to our scouts. Well. I uh, know we the... didn't. <laughs> Look at LaRue. Like... I tell you what, how about, um, hang on, hang on. Wasn't it on back of our bodies he, that we found it on? He no, goes, it was he just inside he, the onion plant, man. Yeah, but wasn't it killing? No, like they took it off. It was of inside the village body. with the yeah. onion people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. took it off. Yeah. Of it caused body. the zombies. Yeah, right. I so he was... he turns around suddenly and rather unceremoniously and quite undignified, kind of leans back into the carriage. Can't quite see up his robe, but you can see his scrawny, horrible varicose vein calves. Uh, and he kind of leans in and is sort of rummaging. Protect big... LaRue's innocence. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. LaRue's on your shoulder going, you, what? sir, what? are a true it's all right. champion. I've got a big hand. <laughs> yeah. uh, have a hero point, Roger, for being a true champion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he comes, he leans out and he's got like, he's, I've had this lying around for ages and I can't really do much with it. It's something that you, I was going to give it to him. He says, pointing at the, the guard. He says, but, but they're pretty nasty, so they don't need these. Uh, and he put, he's got like a little wooden crate kind of thing. And it's got a series of bottles in it. Um, there is a, a, a green one, um, uh, a, uh, a red one, a blue one, a white one, 
um, yeah, four bottles. They work like wine gums. Mm. <laughs> he, he hands them to you. He goes, don't drink them. These are weapons, my friend. He's given you an acid vial, an alchemist fire, a bottle lightning, and a frost vial. Uh, do you just throw them at the people? Yes. Throw them so they smash. And where they smash, you don't want to be near it. Uh, well, uh, I, uh, I appreciate the thought. Thank you, Mr. Ragnar. What, is that no. not enough? Uh, uh, I was not fine, fine. for Fine, He leans in and he pulls out two bags and he throws them at you. They've got coins uh, in. I'll catch them still baffled as I just literally said I don't require payment. You, as, and whenever he opens the door, you get a sense that his carriage is kind of full of shit, like full of just stuff, you know. Like, and he, there's like a, like a human, two human-sized spaces that people could sit in. And then it's just like wall-to-wall full of scrolls and papers and weapons and objects and strange things and all kinds of stuff. If we find more when we are out, we I will be sure to let you know. You, you would be wise too. I can't have you simpletons fiddling around with arcane magical items and relics from a dwarven past. Bring them straight to Rackmore. I'll sort those out. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. And maybe it ties up with what I've been reading about in my books. Um, yes. I would yes. request that you do not insult my friends. I, I didn't insult anyone. I correctly appraised your capabilities. Now, anyway, uh, take the money, take the take the bottles, and please... Um, uh, 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 thank you how for much the stone. can Einar lift? Uh, bench or lift? <laughs> uh, lift. What's your I bolt? Mean, could he like? I have no idea. Where's that? It should be in there somewhere. In your equipment section, probably. I mean, he must look pretty strong right now. He's like moving around quite freely with a Larue like on his shoulder. Your bulk is uh, nine. <laughs> Max bulk of fourteen. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty. You're. you're I mean, could I lift up the caravan? Not like. Above you my do, head, you know, like when Arnie lifts that car to turn the alarm off in, is it Twins or whatever film it's in? You could like lift one end of a carriage, you know, if it wasn't too fully laden with baggage. Uh, okay, uh, can I lift a corner of his and go, I would mind your manners if I were you. <laughs> he kind of rocks in it. It's like, put that down now, you know, silly Jotun. Slamming like your you ham fists everywhere. To my friends. Very well. See you later. And he kind of goes back in his carriage and shuts the door. <laughs> At an angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. You hear like... <laughs> drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of yeah. things rattle and shake. Uh, totally he played you... by David Bradley, who was the actor who played the groundskeeper in Harry Potter and the um, <laughs> Lord of the Twins yeah. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, um, after dropping it, I'll just walk off with LaRue the, still on my shoulder. There's and LaRue 20... sticks her tongue out at the guy as she walks off. Uh, I am sorry you had to witness such rudeness. <laughs> he was very rude, wasn't he? Right. So uh, the day's activities done, Clip emerges with a, with a personalized crossbow. The blacksmith has checked it over. Uh, let's have a craft roll. Oh, crafting roll. Roll, roll. <laughs> roll, 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 roll. Please hold. Uh... Don't worry, Ben. 
Is this like a, a montage that we're seeing now of like a shirtless with the blacksmith? Yeah, like on the clip. <laughs> but he's an elf. No shirtless yeah. elves. You know the rules. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> shirtless elf smiths. Didn't we have one? He of those wasn't. Sh- he wasn't fully shirtless. He had a leather apron on for the oh, blacksmith. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> true. And nothing else. Anyway, Doing carving and intricate work. There is no need. It's low to DC. Be... Don't worry. Oh, look at twenty-three critical success. So it looks ah. fantastic, and the Smith is like, "You can come back, definitely." Make he wanted friend. to see it to like. You could tell he wanted to see it to see, you know, how good you were or what you could do. It never used to tools. work to reload with that swing thing, like you get in Terminator Two, but <laughs> it does now. <laughs> it's a, it's a crossbow pump now. action crossbow. What? <laughs> <laughs> it now matches the hand cannon and the harmona. I believe you cool. can get pump action crossbows. You can get repeating crossbows. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And this not like not the ones that. from um, Hawk the Slayer. <gasps> oh, they're brilliant. Uh, how much was in the bag? It's just called bad editing. Me? Uh, 20 gold pieces. Oof. Nice. Yeah. And we have a little montage then of, of clip. Uh, finishing the crossbow, making it personalised, matching his guns. Einard checking these bottles out. LaRue plaiting somebody else's hair, probably Einard's. Uh, Rasilka playing cards and having some drinks. And the sun goes down outside and it gets late. Uh, I will have handed the clip uh, when, if I see him. Uh, Rasilka and uh, LaRue all their share of the money, so five gold and two silver okay thank you very much and i will have shown them all the bottles because you know what they are yeah but what's the chances of me hucking a bottle at someone when i've got like a 10 foot spear don't mm-hmm. ask I think quite so strong. Good. If they're like on the other side of a big gap, you might have yeah, to throw he's... an exploding bottle at them. <laughs> All right, I'll keep the fire one and then tell the others they can help themselves. I like it. I'll keep the fire one. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. So did anybody else want to do anything else before you go to bed? No. Oh. Okay. So you all go to sleep. Uh, ben. Could I have a stealth roll, please? I have girls. Sorry, my friend. You've got two hero hero points, by the way. Oh, hang on. Um, Got to check something first. Oh. Intima feats. Oh, hello. Intima feats. Intima feats. Right, count that. Is that a special kind of feat? It's got some special skills going on. Uh, bugger the bloody what archives of Nethys. Here we go. Ancestries. Are you a wood stalker? I'm a wood stalker. What does that do? He stalks wood. He stalks wood. He stalks uh, it good. 
Is there an ancestry feature you need to add to your thing? Then? Wood stalker. I can always take cover and I gain the terrain stalker feat. So there we go. So I should choose underbrush as my chosen terrain. I should have added the terrain stalker feat. That's what I haven't done. Oh. Okay. But that's oh. not the end of the world. That was the only thing I really needed to check. Okay. No worries. I am going to spend a hero point. Okay. Because this is insufficient to my needs. And I'm going to roll exactly the same number again. Yay! For hilarity purposes. Yeah. Okay. It's good to make a first impression. So, you have a pro you have been traveling for the last few days. In fact, you know, near on a week. And you've, you, your people have been living on this land for a long time. In small numbers, cherishing the, the, the wilds for what they are, not not affecting them but living as part of them and you know in that time you've seen strange creatures abroad and recently your people have heard of folk coming to this ancient tower on the edge of the territory and other creatures coming and sightings of dragons and your folk have scattered into the wilds to explore, to hit, gather news, and to come back in a few weeks' time together uh, in the hills and share information. And your task, you have been sent out to the ancient dwarven structure. You all know it's an old dwarven structure, um, which has been some people that are living there now. And early the next morning, you are approaching closely, sneaking up towards the palisade wall when a young man's face appears at the top of the wall and kind of sees you there. Uh, and he goes, oh, oh, who, who goes there? Who goes there? He's got a, he's got a bow and arrow, but they're not. Uh, they're, he's got an arrow on the bow, but it's not drawn. Uh, it's on the knock. It's not drawn, and he's kind of just standing there looking out. Uh, uh, we all uh, the viewers recognise this young man as as Joseph, the the friend of Clip, <clears throat> and he sees you. You're you're stealthing, stalking up towards the tower with a bag or with a with a sack of heads, aren't you? Yep. Yep. And uh, he says, who goes there? Peace. Peace, manling. Peace. I come in peace to speak with your leaders. To speak? What? You wish? What? what? I speak for the trees and the rivers. I speak for the land. He seems completely out of his depth. And he turns round and the, the four of you have got up. It's morning now. You've had a full rest. You've got all your hit points. You've got all your spells. You've got all your powers back, everything. And you're going about your business, getting ready to uh, go out on your next expedition. And um, Sir Althus Credwin is off fetching you all something. You don't know what. It's gone into the storehouse and you're all kind of waiting in the courtyard as you've got all your stuff ready. And clip, you see Joseph like 
talking over the wall and he turns round to clearly shitting himself and looking for someone of seniority and he sees you clip what is it boy it's like uh where where is where is sir althus uh he's in the storehouse like, why um, he just waves you up he's like uh there's a there's a local oh excellent rasulka come this will be good for our bonding i look really excited like <laughs> right yeah that's good Okay, so the two of you go up to the top of the of the ramparts, and you look down, and you see Ben. Describe your character. There's an enormous, bulky lizard man, lizard person. Could be man, might not be. Who could yeah. tell? I'm Gigantic lizard person just stood there outside the gate with a wooden staff with some kind of bony stony lump on one end a bag that he's got waving at the gate that you uh, is wearing armor made of like hides and bones woven together over his chunky chunky frame but moves very lightly as though he knows the area well uh, make perception rolls both of you <clears throat> Oh, and he has an enormous skull on his head. I, I should have probably have mentioned that. Earlier. Lead with that. <laughs> Lead with that. Lead with the giant skull on his head. Here's to be a lizard wearing a lizard. Okay, Rasilka, the bag he's holding is mm. clearly stained with blood and there is hair tuft. Oh, no, it's a string bag. You can see. Oh, is it a string bag? It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. String it's bag. probably macrame. Uh, from, the, from here, you can oh, see nice. that it's, for, it's got three hobgoblin heads in. I I don't think that's a gift the Rue would like. Can we can we put that in a sack before she comes up here? I, I say there, my lizard friend. Good morning. Hello to you, long ears. What brings you to this dwarven tower? Yes, is tower of. Beard man's. Why is Long Ears here? Because the beard people have like long like yeah. gone. Maybe I should hand over to the beard person. Yes, uh, yes. Beard man's are gone since the time of my grandmother's grandmothers. Yes, many eggs have rolled down the hill since they left these lands. No! The eggs should be protected. I agree. It is very important. Does At that point, LaRue's joined and goes, why yes. you are here? She makes egg sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to invite you to see, to come, to, to know. There is, there is great many beard man's place. Yes, we but see such things is getting very strange since the time of the grandmother's grandmothers there has been nothing but since the time of my mother there is scouts and strange beings and then there is city in the distance and soon there has been the sky kings and now now there is fire breathing up from the ground from below, from the land of the bad things. 
Okay, couple of points there. Sky kings. Sky kings, the the ones who rule the sky. You you Mega, call them. So Alphys appears. And yes. He's holding a, a crate of bottles, <clears throat> and these are um, have full of an amber liquid. Uh, and he's kind of he's like, what? Um, sorry, uh, uh, what what's what's going on? Uh, there appears to be a lizard person scout of some description has come calling at the fort. They have a bag containing at least three hobgoblin heads. Yes, uh, that men- heads that are mention- a gift. At that mention, LaRue screams because she then sees all these heads in a bag and she didn't <laughs> notice it beforehand, but now she's like disgusted. We, and- we um, had... We, look, look, clearly you're not meaning any harm here. How about we open the gate, but we keep a close eye on this person while we yes, talk to them yes. rather open than shouting the over the wall for everyone house. around to hear Einar uh, uh, again will put his hand in front of LaRue do not, don't look it's not a pretty <laughs> sight and the gate is opened and you all come down into the courtyard and Sirathus is there and he says he, he, he hands the uh, crate of bottles to Einar and he says uh, some, some healing potions for you and he uh, Hands um, it looks like mead. Shallow. Uh, Drinks the whole thing. Um, can I open one and sniff one, see if it smells like mead? It smells like mead. Very sweet mead. Oh dear. Yeah. You can have the others. These are for me. There's six <laughs> lesser healing potions in the in the crate. <clears throat> now, Sir Alpha says. Um, clearly you're a local. We knew that there are indigenous, well, recently indigenous, should we say, I'd, I'd have to say it, since Glorim converted this whole area to wild, um, we knew there would be folk here. Thank, thank you for coming in peace and bearing a gift, he says. Yes, you are here. It is. Were they bearing the sign of the stabbed hand? Yes, the, the hand with the blade. This, yes. These are the bad ones. They come from the city they make. The city they make. Okay. Sounds like you might be useful. He turns to the rest of you. Um, I'm going to hand the bag of heads to, um, I don't know, LaRue is probably the closest. Here, Here for Sir your Althus, Sir Althus reaches out and takes them and then hands them off to Joson. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You are the chief? I am the second chief. Second chief. Ah, war leader. Yes. The chief is yes. busy. The chief, chief is, is busy, busy with, but you are war leader. Shaman. With shaman. Ah, yes. Yes. So I'm going to, and he looks slightly uncomfortable. I have to make a decision here. Um, yes, war leader must make decisions. Do, do you know the local area? The, uh, our party here is heading out for a six day walk. Six, six, uh, suns. Round trip. Ah, the you, world mountain. you go, you go to the the mesa. Yes, yes, the mesa, the rise. This, uh, we have. Uh, well, perhaps. there is old Beardman City, like a ruin. Old Beardman City on the rise has fallen. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, but there it is fire. There is smoke there is from smoke. below the ground. Oh, 
from the other place where the darkness rises. No, don't say that. But it's true. From below the ground, the darkness rises. Okay, okay. I think we definitely need you to go in and, and check this out. Yes, this, yes. Take, the, the Mesa. He was t- I was talking to them, he says, pointing to the other four. No, you must come. You must come. This Send move, your best this... braves. He looks around you all for a moment. Yep, that, that's us. That's them. Yeah. That's them. LaRue like looks left and right and goes, LaRue, it's you. You weren't you. Us. But the, the, the pointy ear man cannot be brave. He's so small. Okay, look, now I've been. He is very, very brave. He's very so brave. He interjects that he is very brave. And he's very skilled. He's killed many goblins. Weapon. LaRue points at him. LaRue, LaRue being much smaller and having pointier ears right now probably as well because she's got like fox ears up on the back so mm. she's not in full fox form she's still in human form or half okay. human form kill goblins lots of them this one is big but this one is skilled with the arrow with the poison dart with yeah. the boomstick lead poisoning what is boomstick? Oh, I'm uh, very happy to show you. You'll find out soon yes. enough, I'm sure. Yes, the stick of booming. Yes. Yes, we will so see. So Alphys is like, okay, uh, look, I have more things to organize. Your rations are awaiting you. The, he points over to by the, the gate. There is uh, one of the soldiers is standing there near a load of rucksacks with, you know, gear and, and food and your your provisions and bags. Lizardman kind of snorts. <clears throat> provisions, yes. You can live from the land. I will teach. There is moss and frogs. And I'll leave you, you to it, he says, uh, as he like turns around <laughs> and, and uh, walks away from you. A local guide is invaluable and we look forward to learning more from you upon the road, but we must be moving. LaRue just goes, yay, adventure! I'm, I'm going to bow style bag deeply and... to Clip at that. Mm-hmm. I am honoured you will accept my guidance in this path. Perhaps I have misjudged, yes? You are speaker of ancient ways. We will learn from each other. And then Sivra Silk and go, but the beard man has no beard. <laughs> Is the beard man broken? The beard man has two beards, one on either side. Two beards. Yes, the beard man is strong for two beards. Double beard. Yes. And the giant man and the lady who is a fox. Yep. What is your name, lizard guide? Uh, I am... Yep, okay. So is that pronounced? Uh, are your people for, near? for your tongue? Your tongue is small and not able to wave. Yes. Uh, oh. Oh. I, be- I believe Larue will be fine with this. <laughs> a, a moment I never thought we'd have on Car Black Games. There, cool, excellent. <laughs> 
Yes, Are you saying good. this as you all leave? Yeah, as we're yeah. walking out. Yeah. As you all leave the tower. Uh, and as you leave, you see also that there's a team of labourers with a team of guards heading out to go down to the village, uh, which is now, therefore... Um, oh, that was badly done. What am I doing? Yeah, when, when you do let him in, you would also have noticed that that staff isn't a staff. It's a redonkulous battle axe, a great axe made of like hardened bone and sharpened stones, just all woven together on this wooden stick. He was just showing you the blunt end to be polite. Primitive but effective. Honourable. As we leave, Clip will... Kind of salute to Joseph and go, good job, son. He's like, uh, he has no idea what he's done or what's happened. He's you did very your job. confused. Carry on. He is your apprentice. He's more like an egg right now. <clears throat> the eggs, the eggs need protecting. Yeah. <laughs> She makes sandwiches out of eggs, LaRue says again, winning at Rasilka. Okay, so now but we're going to go over to the eggs crawl. Yeah, the bird eggs. The witch uh, is I... like, like the eggs of birds. Okay, so I'd you have made... a larger egg. <laughs> <laughs> I like Peach trying to wrangle us in here. We're like, you no. have oh, made all depends on the size of the bird, place. really, doesn't it? <laughs> and, and what we're going to do is you guys are going to make work rolls for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they go down there, uh, they got a plus eight to their crafting, so that will be useful for for rolling on that. And so every time you journey and finish a hex, we'll then uh, do them and uh, what they're up okay. to. Okay. So uh, I assume you're going to go straight up from where you are, or are you going to go? Well, where does our guide say we should go? From here, we go straight. We move away from the river and we go through the forest, the the underbrush. Yes? Okay, so you want to go to there? Yep. Yes. Okay, so let's bring out the terrain rules for forest terrain, show players. Bosch. Um, so we don't need to navigate because we are within uh, sight of a landmark. So the tower is there. So remember, if you're within three hexes of the tower uh, or moving within three hexes of the tower, then you know uh, you don't need to make a navigation roll. But we do need to make an encounter check to see if you come across anything when you go there. So let's have someone make a flat DC 14. Go on, scout boy. I'm a rolling survival. Roll a D20. And if you get a 14 or more, we have an encounter. Oh, okay. Flat D20, crikey. Mm-hmm. It's not letting me roll. You get a hero. You've got a hero point. No, I mean, it's not letting me roll. I'm clicking on the dice and nothing's happening. No, just type slash roll. Oh, yeah. D20. Slash roll. How long have we done Shaboom. Yes. Hey, that's an encounter. Would you like to re-roll Hooray! that? Hooray! No, I think we will have that encounter. Okay, let's roll again to see what kind of encounter you get. Another one. Might be a nice one. Yeah, it might. Might be a nice one. Okay, cool. 
or it's more hobgoblins. So <laughs> we're all gonna on, die. Yeah. On your first day, <laughs> you are uh right, hang on, I need to get something. You are making your way through the forest. And as we know, this forest is cultivated by the mists and rains from Glorum above. So it's thick and verdant and dense and there's vines everywhere and the roots are growing over each other. And it's a bit like, have everyone seen the film Annihilation with Natalie yes. Portman? Yeah. It's a bit like that kind of, it's like there's life everywhere and it's like super, super verdant. There's colorful flowers. There's all kinds of things going on around you. So I'm just finding the right... Um, I just need something. So uh, you are walking through the, the, the forest and it's getting towards uh, sort of mid-afternoon. So it's sort of three o'clock in the afternoon, not that you've got a watch on. Um, and let's have a look. You are all making your way through. You, there's kind of a little... A little stream, not a proper river, but like a little stream uh, flowing through this area. Very easy to cross. There's a few sort of stepping stone type things as you kind of make your way across. Um, everyone make perception rolls. Sorry, I double pressed the button, but the first one was an 18. No, you haven't made a perception roll. Ben, Just click on the roll. dice next to perception, Rog. That's uh, you, Ben. I did. You haven't done it. I did. I did. I just rolled a 21, Ben. Oh, how bizarre. Oh, there we go. It didn't click. Okay. That's what the problem was. So you're all busy focused <sighs> on crossing the river when suddenly you hear a familiar noise. And behind you, you see two vinelings mm. appear oh, with their tongues. They're a way off. Damn. They're a way off. And their tongues flick out and grasp trees. And they swing towards <clears throat> you. And then suddenly, strangely, from the kind of big tree, big, it's like a, it's like a willow tree, big hanging, dangling down branches, a huge arm comes out doom, and stops them in their tracks. And a creature says in Sylvan. Does anyone have Sylvan? I have Sylvan. Okay. A voice says, be gone. And they leave. But all you all the all the others hear like a like a whispery creaking of wood and trees. And the this arm continues to kind of brush aside the, the branches of the tree. And you see within a giant. This creature is somewhere around 15 feet tall, so bigger than Einar, uh, and is, although clearly humanoid, it has kind of green skin. Uh, its hair is long and thick and matted with leaves in it, not growing in it, but kind of plaited into it. It's wearing like huge furs kind of banded and stitched together and uh clip you recognize this as a wood giant and you know that these creatures are generally peaceful guardians of the forest 
It's peaceful, everyone. Mostly. And it says, it sees Einar, and it says uh, in Jotun, it says, Welcome, giant kin. And she steps out of the tree. You can see now it's a, it's a woman, a female giant. Uh, and across the back, there is a huge bow. This bow is, is like 15 foot long and thick wood. You know, some huge tree lost some titanic branch to make this bow for this giant. And it steps out and it says, what are you doing in my territory? We are moving north towards some ruins. They disturb the forces of Zadumir. They bring forth the belching and burning. It's now speaking in common because it can see that there's like more of you and it's kind of stepping out. And it's clearly not meaning you any, it's not drawn any weapons. It has what at first looks like a dagger on its belt, but as it steps forward, you realize that this is a sword. It just looks really small on this creature's belt. Um, and it kind of looks at each of you in turn and it has kind of mossy skin. It looks, it looks like it's, you know, been living in the woods for a long time. Everybody make fortitude saves, please. Now use a hero point. Uh, well, let me tell you whether you failed or not. Yeah, you, ha you have not failed. Uh, it's not a hard roll. This is the a verdance check. So as you're going through the verdant wilds, you have to make sure that the magic of Glorum isn't invading you as well. Um, but you're past. And uh, he says, "You are not of the forest." Uh, I take exception to that statement. Perhaps you're not of this forest. What well, about the lizard man? He's from the forest. Lizard man is on his knees with the backs of his <laughs> hands pressed against yeah. the ground behind him and his face smushed into the ground. Okay. He repeating steps something over she, and over again in Eruxi. She steps over and just puts her hand on your back. And she like does this weird uh, throat, like really deep resonance, and you feel it through your body, and you're and you have like a moment of almost uh, kind of religious euphoria as this creature kind of um, you feel like it's blessing you, perhaps. No, no mechanical effects, but it obviously is feels respecting nice. you. Some of you are more of this land than others may we pass through your forest what is your intention we are here to make the ruins safe there are creatures there already are they evil creatures you do not know of them daughter of the great mother i take these strange ones to the place where the ground is whole I bring them to cleanse this place. They promise to do away with the darkness and the evil. 
we will smite any evil we come across. Yep, we'll smite it right in its face. Lidlas will not be happy if you deceive her. On my holy oath, I am here to destroy evil. He is. He really, really is. He's very good at it, too. Yeah. Make a diplomacy check. Uh, and either of you can do it, but you can... Um, I think, Crow, you can aid. But does that mean I make the roll and see if it helps? Yeah, you make a diplomacy roll to see if you help. I will re-roll that, because that is not going to help. <laughs> oh, for oh. fuck's sake! <laughs> Luckily, I have more How than one re-roll. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay, use your hero point. Go as on well then. as a re-roll. That is extraordinary. Good lord. Hey. Same thing in yep. a row. Okay. So you successfully aid Einar. Good so Einar gets lord. a plus one to get to 19. And she ponders for a moment. She goes, Vlidras agrees that you are pure of intent. There are things in the ground. That should not be disturbed. Be careful. Uh, you are safe things? now to pass through my lands unless you prove yourselves an enemy of Glorim or the wilds or of me. Uh, what are the things in the ground you do not wish us to disturb? The things the dwarves disturbed. Yes, yes, they delved too deep, too greedily. Oh, they're mm. always doing that? Rasoka, you got to have a word with them. They just always with the digging too deep. Why? Why? Why not just is, go wide? <laughs> Why are we down? Is there more information you can give? I am unfamiliar with what they have delved into. I do not delve in such places. I treat with the land, the surface the beasts and the plants and there is much of that here to keep Vlidras happy well I appreciate the warning thank you kindly go safely tread lightly respect the forest bye bye lady tree <laughs> Turns away. She's and you realize she's not a tree, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but pretty much she oh, kind of just stares at you for a while so and then good. turns away and kind of goes into the trees. You know, even though this creature is huge, her footsteps are light, she is super stealthy and just kind of like blends into the, the trees. And you are truly blessed. You have seen a daughter of the Great Mother. The land herself has spoken to you. Your mission is true. We must go to this place and stop the darkness. Yeah, we'll lead on. Did you see her hair? <laughs> it needed a wash as well by looking. Uh, right, before you move on, that finishes your day. So you mm -hmm. that for the rest of the day, you have the strange feeling like not that uh things and animals and creatures are avoiding you but that they are giving you space 
you know, in a pleasant way, allowing you to pass through the territory. And you may you find a, a beautiful glade with, with a soft kind of meadowy blanket of grass and flowers. And it's kind of this beautiful moment where you have like sleeping under, you can see obviously Glorim above, but out uh, beyond Glorim, the stars of the ether beyond. And you have a beautiful night's sleep. Right, let's roll for, uh, we've got the Shattered District here. So let's roll for our team that have now got down to, you're going to, that's two days that it's taken you to get through that hex, uh -huh. yeah, through the forest. Uh -huh. So that's the first hex you've, you've had your encounter. We're going to have two days of, uh, oh no, they're going to journey there first, aren't they? So they get there. Sorry. I'm getting too excited. Here we go. They get there. So they travel there. So that's fine. So we will then have you guys wake up on day three. So everyone removed two rations from your supply. They gave you two weeks extra. So if you haven't added those on, add 14 on first. We like to count our resources in a hex crawl. Yeah. And... Um, You are going to then move uh, up to there. I presume. Mm -hmm. Yep. Blue hex. We're okay. following Crow. So we we're going to need uh, another Crow. roll. Ah! Encounter. Crow. Who's going to roll on the encounter for an encounter? See if you get an encounter. That's just the D20. It is a D20. You want Rasulka. 14 or more, you get an encounter. <laughs> Oof. Close. Okay, so no encounter oh, on the next hex. So it takes you two days to cross that. Uh, you would have added two weeks worth of rations first before leaving the tower to whatever you had before. Mm -hmm. So the fourth day uh, comes and passes. Walking through, you feel blessed by Vlidras, this wood giant that you've, you've met. Your journey has been beautiful and wonderful. And then on the fourth day in the distance, you see a thin trail of smoke rising from the trees ahead now we will do some rolls for the shattered district Got fire in the ground okay so we get two rolls because there's two days that they'll be there mm -hmm. they get a plus eight to their crafting roll and it's a dc 15 crafting on the make safe because if you remember make safe allows you to do up to six work points and it's lower crafting roles because it's simple stuff mm -hmm. however there is a decision for you guys to make and you guys are in charge of the teams mm. you spent one work point giving the site two capacity that mm -hmm. was the first step yeah yep. now there are three jobs that they could do which cost five work points each they can either increase the site capacity by five more just by sorting out the surface structures they could make the surface structures tougher and increase the armor class and add hit points or 
they could do the underground tunnel, which increases capacity, but it prompts an underground site role. No, they're banned from doing the underground tunnel no. until we get there. Yeah. yeah. I think making it tougher would be a... Yeah. Make safe the area. Given hostile environment. Okay. Fortifying. So you're going to quality wood and you're going to build a palisade around the structures that are mostly intact. Well, assuming others agree. I think we're all in agreement there. Yep. I think there's a lot of nodding going on. We're still happy with that? Yeah. Okay. So let's have two crafting rolls. Who's going to make the crafting rolls? Oh, can I? Can I go for it? Because I can just click on clips because it's plus, plus eight, you said? Yes. Oh, that makes life easy. Because a team of labourers is is led by like a craftsman who has a, a higher higher score. Oh, we start to make it use my hero point. Horribly wrong. Oh, it hey, that's not wow. gone wrong. That's great. That is a critical success. So that counts as two work points. Ooh. And one and, more. And one more. I'll keep that. Not quite critical, but very uh, good. I mean, you can use a, a hero point if you want to re-roll that. I might as well. No. No, no. it's a good roll. It's fine. <laughs> it's a good roll. Uh, it's a good roll. It's a okay, safe roll. So they get, three, they get three work points done in two days, which is pretty darn good. Because they may complete that then in their next, with your next move. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to, it takes you a couple of days then to travel to the ruin site now luckily you have crow with you and what that means is that you um crow knows uh, <clears throat> a rise a particular rise in the area which allows you to view this place from afar and as you've spent the two days traveling there and basically you don't need to roll for an encounter because there is an encounter mm. um <laughs> uh, but how you deal with it Who's been brave enough to eat whatever Crow's been cooking? <laughs> I think I got, they're all eating their rations. Can't I you got see the rations disappear? Jerky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I have a big pot. I fill it up. I cook stuff every night from the land. Just add things more up in. as you go. It just keeps going. Oh, yeah, there, there's there's frogs. Clip, there's... Clip will have joined in because he's attempting to bond with the lizard person. But Crow is actually quite a good cook because. Cooking comes off survival, doesn't it? Yes, it does. This yeah, is, so this, Crow is actually an excellent chef. This gumbo's pretty darn good, actually. Yes, yes. The land provides. Okay. Where, where'd, you, where'd you get the peppery seasoning from? Where does that uh, come this, from? This is from these small pickings from the bark. Okay. So. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you're having lunch on the rise, scoping out the site, and ahead of you, down in a in a kind of rocky area, in a clearing between some trees, you can see. <clears throat> although Crow called it a mesa, it doesn't look as natural as a mesa. This is a column, a, a twenty foot high but 200 foot wide column of earth that has seemingly risen out of the ground. Hmm. There are trees growing on top of it. Uh, no, there's not, sorry, there's not trees growing on top of it. What you can see is there's vines and undergrowth and stuff on top of it and some strange structures. Yes, the and mesa, the mesa is here, you can around. see. 
What sort of people can we see from here? I'll use the long scope if I have to. Can you see this? It's mm -hmm. loading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can see a tree. Zoom out. Yeah. Zooming out. I Zooming can see out. a mesa with a square building in the center. And so coming out of the top of this mesa, there Perhaps. is a there is a short structure with oh. like a pitched roof, which clearly has a door in the side. <clears throat> um, you see someone move in and out of it. And there are two large metallic tubes coming out of the out of the top. And one of them has got smoke bellowing out of it. Yes, from the land below. You, you can, see? You can see that there, are, there is a, a doorway. Uh, I mean, you can see on the map that there's two doorways, but you can see one of them, the one this the, at the south, uh, the southern edge. And there is a, a, a rail, uh, you know, a set of rails coming out. Uh, a, a dwarven road, one might call it then. Mm. Um, and there is a large metallic door sealing up that. And you can see there are people moving about on top of the mesa. Um, <clears throat> and um, if one had particularly good eyesight or a scope on a rifle, uh, one might be able to see a banner with a stabbed hand flying uh, on, on the on the top of the mesa as well. By I believe the... it's our old friends again. Yes, the stabbed hand. They bring the bad things and they wake the mountain and the land below and they call the, the sky kings, but they are not good. Who? The sky There's kings? A... The, the sky kings. There are box. the good sky kings and the bad sky kings. These are the ones who will eat the people. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said. Yes, but if we kill the stab hand mans, yes, then we can find the secret and stop them awakening the land below. Oh, yeah, okay. Rasilka, mm -hmm. you can just tell mm -hmm. that there's a smith in there, a smithy, a dwarven, ancient oh. dwarven smithy in there. That vent and that smoke coming out, you've heard about these yeah. old locations where they have pipes coming up out of the ground to pump out the, uh, the, 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 the noxious fumes and things. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the rail for, for quick transportation and the, the security of the location just speaks to you of like a dwarven, like, uh, maybe a war smithy, one created for churning out armaments. Um, I will, um, I will relay this, but probably in a, a slightly more fancy fashion. Um, <laughs> it might take me like 10, 12 minutes to wind up to the point. Um, mm -hmm. So this is a mighty piece of dwarven engineering that will be producing armaments and armature for our most evil mm -hmm. of foes maybe what happens if we block the vent <laughs> mm, you know i'm i'm not an engineer but you said poisonous fumes so i'm thinking if we block that vent then we don't have to shoot them all i mean the, it... they will not stay inside if there is poison air 
Well, then we stand outside and we shoot them all as they come out. I mean, yeah. What is? It's probably not the only vent, though. But that's the one that's spooming out. Well, it would be the the primary vent, though, wouldn't it? They would not have like secondary and thirdary. Yeah, let's have an engineering conversation. Um, Two beards is wise. Two beards is many things. (laughs) Two beards. That's the new name. (laughs) Two beards. Um, but look, obviously, engineering and stuff was not my forte. Okay. Back home, but I have, uh, you know, I've heard about them. And, what um, would happen if we dropped all those magical bottles in the vents? Oh well, and I've been making some more while we've been journeying. Um, so we got a couple more alchemist fire and. Tanglefoots, we could nice. walk in there and see what happens. I mean, yeah, worst case scenario, we blow everything up, including the the mesa that it's risen from, and we just make a new big hole here in the middle of the land. That that's all right, isn't it? It can fill with water and become another lake. Yeah, and then the creepy guy from the tower will be happy. Oh, <laughs> I don't great. think he's ever happy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Yeah, creepy and happy. Well, we don't want to damage the interior. I'm assuming that uh, it will want to be used after we're done. Yeah. Is there not a hole inside leading to the land below? There, Probably. There may well be. We need to clear the area and then decide how we go forward. Our first priority should be dealing with those on top, assuming they are bad. Uh, they're, they're practical hobgoblins, so I'm ah, going to go... In which case, then yes, we will deal with the ones on top. And they have the banner of the stabbed hand of the evil god. So all Thank signs are pointing towards evil. So at dusk, we strike. Uh, so you can yeah. see the whole map, because I'm allowing you to prepare like where you want to come from. Um, and... Uh, you know, you can come from the north or the south, the way the ridge is set up and the, the valley that's in. The, how high is the... 20 um, feet. 20. Yep. What's your leap now? <laughs> Not 20 <laughs> feet. Damn it. If you stood on if someone... You, if you look at them, ladder. if you zoom in on them... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it says plus, 20, say plus feet. 20 feet. And, and they've got some sort of palisades as well. But, you know, so. there are stairs. A couple of palisades. There's ladders. Yeah, that's a bottleneck. Yeah. We there should are trees climb. around we, for cover. Some of the rocks are large enough to hide behind. We should climb the rocks at the side where they do not expect. We should, yes, we should take the time until dust to observe. Is that clear? They're on a raised yeah. area yeah. of land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Can can hobgoblins see in the dark? Um, make yeah, a. Shit. Everyone, make right. a. Is there a nature? There is a nature. There is absolutely. Everyone, make a nature, nature roll. I don't know why I'm doing that. I can just click on the bloody thing in the book. Lot of 16's happening. Uh, 21. Ah! Oh, Crow, you know that these bastards can see in the dark. Yes, yes. they see well at in the day. And at night they see well also. So, but there uh, is time between day and night there is an hour of magic when maybe we can strike when we have the light to see but their eyes have not switched Uh, uh, 
Uh, pardon me, boy, but I think uh, Kiar here is talking out of his tail. Uh, it sounds to me like we would be better off attacking in daylight. As we you wish. Be, some of us would be disadvantaged attacking in the dark. Small giant man is the king for the chief, yes? Uh, we mm. defer to his pointy fork. Ah, the fork of small giant is the symbol of the chief, I see. Yep, that's how that works. Can we <laughs> at least spend a little time seeing if they have any established patrol patterns that we can then disrupt? Yeah, it seems that, that is a sensible idea. It seems that the, uh, they kind of rotate around the top. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of keeping an eye out. They rotate around the top. The four that aren't behind Palisades are more mobile, sort of moving around. The ones behind Palisades are staying there for a little while. Then they swap with another Palisade. And the four Palisades kind of swap. And then the other four guys are kind of moving around. Sometimes they go inside. Um, okay. And occasionally there's less of them. Uh, but, but 20 you, years, man, you have you a bow, yes? Uh, you can have, shoot with your bow. I he's, can he's shoot. called Clip. Yeah, also I have a name. Ah! <laughs> How he long are you going to watch Clip? them for? No, it is his name. He's called Clip. and Name Gi is Clip. Clip, yes, Einar, LaRue, Rasilka. Those are our names. Yes. We will work on this. Uh, how many of us have ranged weapons? I have a crossbow. I have magic. So we're going to need to get up one of those ladders. So I would suggest that us ranged folk, especially the snapper duo, high five. We position ourselves such that we have sight of goblins either side of that ladder, and we take them down. It's going to be loud, so you're going to have to be fast. Yes, and I will climb. Would, now, I'm not a tactical person, because... You're a fox. Well, I mean, that probably does now. There are tactical fox people, but... Uh, fox. Um... But uh, would it be wise that if the shooting was to be here, and she points to like the first ladder, mm -hmm. that people attack from here and points to the second ladder? Because like everyone we've drawn it in the dirt. At this yeah, point. yeah, we've probably drawn. We've probably put some like br bricks up and whatnot. Because uh, then twenty-minute conversation explaining to our barbarian friend about how it's just a representation. It's a representation. Yeah. It's not the real thing. We're not now giants staring at it from... We're not. apologise, it's not to scale. I apologise for the crudity of the, <laughs> the model. It's not to scale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she goes, and then Ruse, but maybe we, we the, the people who run in, run in this one, because they'll be drawing attention to this one where we're doing the shooting and the zapping with the powers, and then, and then, then they can almost sneak in the back and then start stabbing them. They... We'll... If you are shooting, and you are shooting, mm -hmm. and you are shooting, then the them who is attack is only me and small giant Einar. And that's, from my experience, that's more than enough. Yeah, <laughs> that tends to work quite well. Many then, goblins die on that giant fork. Then we will be warriors together. Hello. It is my honor to spill blood going. with you. Uh, okay. I appreciate the sentiment, little lizard. 
So you're going to attack them during the day. Mm-hmm. And what we can do is in downtime between now and next episode, you guys can have a have a think as well about the uh, scenario and what you might want to do. What we will do very quickly before survive. we go. Sorry? Survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> survive. <laughs> well, remember, you're level two now, and these guys are still crappy level one creatures. So, <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Um, right, but what we need to do <clears throat> is do the two crafting rolls for our friends down in the shattered district just before we go. So we can see if you complete one of the tasks before end cool. of the evening shall i keep rolling for crafting yeah, yeah as well you've got Makes the sense. numbers thank you <gasps> oh critical Ooh. they do it on the first Boom. on the first day so okay. they on a side note how do you keep doing that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling it's like lads it's friday if we finish this up we can all sit down and have a couple of beers we can go fishing yeah. so what do they do for the second day I build a little jetty and a fridge. <laughs> a fridge. Yeah, can they make a start on like tarting oh. the place up a bit? I don't know. Yeah, oh, sure. Genuinely. Um, um, what, what was the other one like? Expanding the capacity as in capacity. Like, it's yeah. like building capacity buildings. increases by five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can they make that. a start on that? They can do. Might as well. I mean, yeah. what do you guys think? I That's mean, no, tarting yeah, yeah. activation or like build structures. Yeah. They've done five so far, haven't they? Well, now, so they've and it's not like they can research laser now, technology, now. is it? <clears throat> so yes. they've finished make safe as well. Mm-hmm. So basically, they've done all the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now uh, you need to complete make safe. That's fine. And now it's a DC twenty crafting role Ooh. because what it's to do more make safe or to, to do anything to do more work points and to pick a new uh, thing. So you're going to need a DC twenty. For your okay. second improvement. Well, I have re-rolls and hero points, so... That's cool. Mm. Shall we? Yeah. Go for it. Do it. Do it now. No! Oh, oh, I'm going to need a re-roll. Go. I will take a re-roll. Oh, um, blimey. Well, I didn't get 20, so... Yeah. Yep. Oh. oh! I've got a re-roll. Oh. <laughs> go for it. Might as well burn them now. Hey! Cool. So two more. <clears throat> okay. They're, they love it down there. All right, builder guys, slow your roll. We're still <laughs> going to get back and get to you and get down the hole. That is impressive building. So they have already completed one of the additions. So they've they've uh, def- made the site more defensible. So it's now armor class 20, 200 hit points, mm. hardness, point, hardness 8. <clears throat> so it's defended well. And they can survive an attack, which is good. Mm-hmm. And they've started on increasing more capacity by, you know, the other buildings in the area, making them safe and improving them and, and those kinds of things. So, oh, excellent. Move the wizard down here. Yeah. <laughs> he can have his own village. There much you go, better idea. Village. A whole village oh, all dear. for oh, him. Dear. Don't do that. So, okay. So as we finish it, our village is being improved. You guys are out scoping out the uh, plundered smithy. And uh, we are preparing for a tactical combat for our next session where you guys storm the smithy. Okay, right. Well, thank you, everybody. That was a great session.
I think we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us in chat. Uh, thanks for all the bits and lots going on. Non-anomaly, um, but is there a shrubbery? I think there is a, at the village. I'm assuming they've install, installed some shrubberies and some nice planters. On multiple uh, levels. And a nice and little path going between them. Apparently I annoyed someone's cat tonight. They were trying to bite my head off on the screen all night, but hey. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, Naranid Zeka. Sorry about that. Sorry Just about that. You do have quite a biteable head. That's true. That's true. It, like we're talking it, Lost Boys yeah. biteable. It looks I mean, it tasty a, up there. It was a common problem when we were in the studio. Absolutely. Roger <laughs> kept trying to nibble on my scalp every time. Uh, <laughs> but thank you very much, everyone, for watching us. Um, if you are watching on Twitch, don't forget, this will go up on YouTube shortly. So come and give us a view and a like on there. And if you're watching on YouTube back later, please come and join us on Twitch as well. Uh, loads of cool stuff going on in the chat. Uh, don't forget to check out our Discord. And there's we're two people away from 600 members on the Discord. Ooh, so wow. just a couple more people, and that will be awesome. Uh, there's loads of conversations going on in there. And sometimes we talk about role-playing games. <laughs> uh, and then finally, our Patreon as well. Just gave away a load of the maps that I used, uh, created in this game. Forest Encounter, Forest Encounter 2. I will be giving away the Plundered Smithy, including the interior map. Ooh, spoilers. Mm. And Forest Encounter 3 and the Shattered District. They'll all be going on the Patreon at some point, all preloaded with the grids matching, with the walls and visibility stuff loaded. So you can just literally import it into your own game in Foundry and use it straight away. What's going on the rest of the week, Millie? I still don't know. <laughs> um, um uh ben help me on the day of wotan we have got lewis who is starting his roman game which Lex is Arcana. called lex arcana yes. uh, so that's going to be on wednesday on thursday we've got dune session dune. one of seat jabbercat spice must flow the spice must flow and Achtung cthulhu in north america is happening on thursday as well on Friday, we've got another Monster of the Week, part of the Andersonverse, the point trail, depending on what you want to call it. This week, it's me stepping in to run that. So I'm going to be doing something. I haven't decided yet whether it's going to be Hollow Point, Arkansas, or the Chorus of Chaos. So um, come along and give us a shout on Discord and tell me what you think. But that's this week in Garblag. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Ben. Sorry about that, though. Had to hand over for a minute. Um, cool. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, we've been Garblag Games. Stay safe and happy gaming. Happy gaming. Bye-bye.